0: <laughs> what was going to decide this. For all the smoke, all the things you heard, all this time, Bryce doesn't want to play in Philly. Bryce doesn't like Gabe Capler. Guess what wins? The highest offer. Guess what usually wins in free agency? The highest offer. Now, there are some interesting things here. And yes, they get the record guarantee, $330 million, surpassing Giancarlo Stanton's 325. But as you guys have said, it's spread over 13 years. So the average annual value... That's 25.4 million. That's like the 14th highest in history. So clearly, they sacrificed AAV to get that big number, to get the record. Now, there are no deferrals, and that helps, of course, the overall value of the contract. And the idea of no opt outs, well, I was told by one source that Bryce didn't want an opt out, but immediately heard from others in baseball saying, uh uh. What happened was the Phillies said, if you're getting this 330, you're not getting an opt out. That's the trade-off that occurred. Well, Bryce Harper isn't getting that opt-out anytime soon. He is going to get paid like he is not leaving Philadelphia anytime soon. Hello, everyone, welcome to X106 Friday Take, Austin Hall. Nolan Brooks with you, and that is our lead story today. You heard Kevin Rosenthal on MLB Network right there. Bryce Harper going to Philadelphia, 13 years, $330 million, 180 of that is guaranteed money That is a crazy number and a crazy long time to spend your entire life in Philly. (laughs) I mean, he's got the stats to show for it. Um,
1: I personally don't believe there is any athlete that's worth $300 million, especially one like him where it's, he's been so hit or miss in the playoffs. Uh, That was a funny pun, you know, baseball, whatever. (laughs) And, uh, He's so hit or miss, so I, I don't – if he performs well, then I can see how this 13-year career in Philly is going to play out because this is essentially phase two it, of who he is. So
0: It's his team now. Oh, um, yeah. 13 years. Yes. That makes sense, but it also doesn't. Yeah. Um, that is a, that's a long time to spend your life in just one place um, with – Everything that is happening with players getting big deals, mega deals, um, 13 years seems like a long time, especially in baseball years.
1: Yeah. In baseball, I mean, I agree with you. 13 years feels like, you know, an entirely different era for that. I mean, you you think about where the league could be in 13 years. I mean, it we might be having – you know, robot teams playing in the all-star game instead of the actual athletes, you know, or something crazy like that. So, I mean, <laughs> th- in 13 years, it, it could be a completely different league. Um, But, I mean, if Bryce Harper's the prime real estate athlete that he's apparently worth $300 million of, then, I mean, all the power to him and
0: good luck to Bryce. <laughs> what What happens now with Philly? because that is the biggest contract in sports history that is a lot of money up, up front 33 million a year that uh, what do they do now with the cap hit they're going to have because that's there's no way they're not going to have cap hit for the next 13 years like that's just impossible not to have it
1: yeah i i don't know i think i think they really took into account that the cap hit was going to happen if we go out and pick up Harper, um, so I, I'm sure they're uh, they're not afraid to get rid of some smaller name players, you know, farm system players, in order to free up cap. Um, I don't know. They 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 clearly saw something out of him to give him 13 years, 300 million dollars. I mean, do you really really have to commit to somebody? to give him a contract like that. So I mean, I if they if they have a system and they end up bringing in other weapons to surround him, you know, get rid of other players, open up cap and go get somebody else who's a bigger name, then I mean, Philly could be a threat again. It could be the Phillies of Phillies of old with Roy Halladay and Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley. I mean, that would be fun to watch. So uh we'll
0: see. Yeah, um this, we've we waited for Machado. He's gone. Um, and now Harper's fell. Um, what well, it, it's, it's, we're getting used to seeing pay, the pay go from the NBA, MLB, now the FL, now Major League Baseball's back up top with the two biggest free agent signs in sports history. So, what, Because what I'm trying to say is the NFL is way behind now in terms of pay scale. Mm -hmm. Um, How does that affect what they're going to ask for? We'll get to the deals later that are possibly happening with the Chiefs. Um, But yeah, how does that affect the entire sports free agency market?
1: To me, I feel like it's going to affect it in a way I don't want it to. You know, you watch sports to have fun. You watch these athletes perform at the highest level possible, and it's supposed to be about them competing. But when you have contracts like this, three hundred million dollars over over a decade, I mean, then then it's all about money, and, and I don't I don't like that. That's how it is. It's always but been like but that, exactly. I mean, money well, talks. Why are you surprised? Yeah, well, I'm well, I'm not surprised. I just. Money talks, and I don't like I don't like that. In some situations, that that's all it's about with players is getting that next paycheck.
0: It's not not, not for most of them. I just ah, uh, it it bugs me. You don't me. like you don't like the offer, the the amount of money instead 30 years. Yeah, okay. the years
1: the years is fine. Something I something my dad actually brought up was that uh their pay should be based on what they perform with. Meaning, like you know, how with the bonuses, how he he gets a hundred k for uh, MVP or something like that. He, he, my dad thinks his pay should be based off of that. Raise it a little bit, obviously, if that's what his pure salary is based off of. But how would free agency work then? Exactly. That's I. My dad said it because he doesn't. <laughs> he he wanted to be Bryce Harper in the moment <laughs> and sign a three hundred million dollar contract. But I told him, look, Dad, that's not how it works. It free agency is is fickle, but it's also, you know, that that's how the league makes their money nowadays. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know where the league's going to go money as far as in that area. Um, but don't be surprised if you see the NFL kind of shift towards that type of scope, you know, OK, maybe we do need a pair of players a little bit more. Um, you know, they had the whole concussion issue in the nfl players felt like they needed to be paid more so i mean i could see that
0: scope definitely shifting to the
1: other sports
0: speaking of the nfl the draft combined was this weekend and uh dk o'brien and Kyle murray were the big standouts of the draft uh, the combine, i should say um murray five seven two twenty he was listed at five eight in OU. know um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, truth how? shall be revealed. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's how's that affect him? Being five because that's not good.
1: No, um, you know the only I'm taller than him. <laughs> the only example I've heard is you know look at how look at Drew Brees. When Drew Brees came into the league. You know he was touted as a smaller quarterback. You know oh what are what are they gonna do with somebody that small and. Then you gotta think Drew Brees is about six foot, not five seven, not five six, whatever it is. He's not he's not that short. So I think it. I don't know if it'll affect his scout grade necessarily because I mean anybody can be good. It, height shouldn't matter. Um, but if he does make it to the league, I think it's definitely gonna be his weakness that defenses are gonna exploit knowing that oh okay i mean if he's behind a defender you're telling me he's going to be able to see over 6 foot 5 no. 300 pound lineman no it's not going to happen so i think it'll affect him if he gets in when he when he, he'll go into the nfl when he goes into the nfl it will affect him but for now i don't think it should affect his scouting grade at all
0: and the biggest talkers were the Chiefs, in fact, during the combine <laughs> week. Um, Andy Reid is now proposing a rule in overtime where both teams get to touch the ball no matter what. Um, I, I've always said this. I'll, this will be on my tombstone. <laughs> Revert to college football rules in overtime. I, I've said it a billion times on this show. Do it, do it, do it. It makes total sense. Yeah. And i Andy Reid's proposing it like this, but instead of the 25 where they start, it's a full possession where you got to go downfield, which I don't mind. I mean, it, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, how do you feel about this with Kansas City proposing this rule change?
1: I know why they did it and I see why they would do it. Um, It'd be
0: it. New England would do the exact same thing if it was if the shoe yeah. was on the other foot.
1: So yeah, I, I. I definitely see the grounds for it. It's not a ridiculous proposal in any sense. Not at sense. all. So, um, I don't know. I I haven't really seen much effect. I, I mean, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so we lose from the get-go. We don't have to go to <laughs> overtime. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting. I, I think it would change up the league a lot. Um to be able to give teams an op- another opportunity would be humongous, but at the same time you gotta think what is uh what is that gonna do to teams who like the original rules? Are you gonna get a lot of backlash? Uh you know, is it almost gonna be impossible
0: what would it be the backlash? To
1: well, you know, teams like teams that are the winning teams in that situation where they say, Well, all you had to do was stop us on defense and you would have gotten the ball back. You know, teams like teams who Kansas City. are consistently good at getting that first possession, I don't know how you get good at that, but somehow I've seen teams get good at it where they know the coin flip, they know how to strategize the coin flip. So, I mean, I could see that being an area, but that's such a minute thing to get over. So that would be the only backlash I could think of is teams saying, well, just play better defense. Um, but I would definitely watch them do that overtime role. I think that would be cool. I think it would it make the game more interesting. You know, it would force teams to strategize a little bit more and not prepare for overtime in the sense of, okay, we score here, we're done. Not, mm-hmm. oh, we score here, and we got to continue to play defense. So, it. It would just, I don't know, it would make the strategy aspect of the league a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um,
0: Again, the overtime rule before this was you just got to go down and field kick a field goal, and that made zero sense, and this makes zero sense, and what the Chiefs are proposing makes total sense. Mm. I mean, why wouldn't – the MVP was on the bench. He had no say whatsoever if he was going to win the game. If LeBron was on the bench for the entire overtime in game 7 of the NBA finals, how would you feel? Oh, that I mean exactly. I mean this this makes total sense.
1: Makes for more money.
0: It, it, yeah, it, that too. <laughs> Higher ratings. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is it's a simple rule change. It's totally fair, I think. Mhm. Um yeah, yeah, um, the Chiefs weren't done there. They <laughs> franchise tag D. Ford um, the past couple of days. Um, they are planning on looking to trade Ford, as well as possibly release Justin Houston or trade Justin Houston as well. And they are possibly looking at releasing Eric Berry as well. That would, if they do all three of those things, they had seventy million in cap space. Um, this. Fifty million in cap space this offseason, Sorry, not seventy, um, because Barry is nineteen million. Ford with the franchise tag is twenty-two, and Houston is twelve. Um, three changes that make total sense in my opinion. mm
1: mm-hmm. I I think I think the Chiefs needed to move around some people. I know D Ford and Justin Houston had pretty good years, but if they're trying to go to that next level that they, you know, constantly bring up with the Chiefs, they're right there. They're on that cusp. I, you know, they they're definitely Super Bowl worthy and I could see them winning a Super Bowl. So I think if they get the right weapons in there, um man, that the team's going to be dangerous. It it would almost be Kansas City's league to lose essentially every year if they get the right weapons. So I think these moves would be smart, but if they can't get rid of them, then, you know,
0: it, it's going to be a pass rusher yeah. draft.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. It kind of depends on what they want to do with him, who wants them, who needs it. Cause I know a lot of teams are really, you know, hounding on in the draft, getting somebody a pat, a D end or a defensive lineman this year, because it's so heavy mm-hmm. as far as who's in the draft at that position. So, I don't know, it's hit or miss on if teams actually want to pick up a a you know seasoned veteran or a couple of veterans, or if they want to go get somebody fresh and new. So it depends on what teams want. Yeah.
0: Um, all three moves make sense, especially the Barry move. Um, he's oh, yes. been in and out for the last three years. Um, and Tyree Kill is expecting to get the highest paid contract by a wide receiver in NFL history. This is just being reported by Rap Sheet.
1: I, I think he's worth the money. I mean, good Lord, look how he plays. It's almost impossible to not want to give him that kind of contract, you know. And uh, you look at how Odell played when he got his contract. I mean, he earned it. I think Tyreek Hill has earned it two 1,000-yard receiving years back-to-back. I mean, you can't ask for much more out of somebody who went from a quarterback like Alex Smith who was – short passes only to Patrick Mahomes who can give him the opportunity to outrun some people on fly routes and stuff like that so it's it's almost too good to be true that he's earned that you know that title of being able to be a top paid wide receiver in the league because he showed you you give me the right quarterback I'm worth the money so I, I I fully agree with this you pay the man he he deserves it. They have Mahomes and Kelsey on their contracts right now. They don't got to worry about that yet. So pay Tyreek Hill the money
0: he deserves. Um, The Chiefs also are working with two second rounds and three um, third-round picks this year due to trades in the past. Um, What could Kansas City, do they need to trade for draft picks or do they need to trade players for Houston, Ford, and Barry? I
1: could see Kansas City maybe trading Houston and Ford for draft picks um maybe not players specifically but four draft picks you know load up get some new people in there I I know that ideally rookies into their bringing rookies into their system isn't what they want to do but it's I mean I don't see a problem with it you know it's a, such a defensive loaded draft this year that it's almost too good of a draft to pass up on the amount of guys in this that you need because that's what the deep that's what the Chiefs need. They need those defensive players to solidify who they are as a team. You know, you got you got rid of Bob Sutton. You got the cancer out of there. You got rid of it. But now you need those key players and I think I think if they trade for more draft picks, they should attack this year's draft aggressively. Um, and you know, go after some corners, go after some D linemen. you know, pick somebody up that is going to benefit your team in the long run that, you know, is, you know, could be worth the money. Yep. So, yeah.
0: All right. That is going to do it for us right here on X 106 Friday take. Be sure to listen to us every Friday live at noon on KZOX LP Marriott 106.7. We will be back live this Friday. The cold is gone. I got rid of that. <laughs> So, for (laughs) this cold weather, man, it it, it is. It's
1: here to stay, sadly. We can
0: debate out for an hour on this, but we're not going to. For Nolan Brooks, I'm Austin Hall. We will see you on Friday for X-Men 06, Friday Take.